0: Welcome to New Books and Poetry. I am your host, Jen Fitzgerald. In our infinite wisdom, we have decided to dedicate the entire month of September to the chapbook. After the music festival, Lala Palooza, we are calling this Chapbook-a-palooza. Same metal, punk, and hip-hop vibe, but without the hangover. Our very first poet here to discuss her collection is Leah Umansky. Leah is the author of the Mad Men-inspired chapbook, Don Dreams and I Dream, and a full-length collection, Domestic Uncertainties. Her poems have appeared or are forthcoming in Poetry, Philadelphia Review of Books, and Coconut Poetry. Her next full-length collection will focus on gender and power in our 21st century world and in the worlds of Game of Thrones and Mad Men. She also hosts and curates the couplet reading series in New York City, which will celebrate its third birthday this fall. Welcome, Leah. Thank you. So how did you come up with the idea for this collection and the mechanism you used to create it?
1: Um, Well, I came pretty late to Mad Men and really didn't want to watch it because I thought Don Draper sounded like a real misogynist and I wasn't really interested, and then A couple seasons went by and a bunch of friends were just like, you have to watch Mad Men. And so I started watching it on Netflix and found myself pausing every couple of minutes and taking notes. And then I sat down one week for my poetry workshop to write a new poem and I didn't know what to write about. And I was like, oh, let me look at these notes I made. And I wrote one poem inspired by Don Draper. And then one poem turned into three and three turned into fifteen.
0: Hmm. So. so so are these um are are you pulling um dialogue? Are you just like noting context How, how did that go um both
1: some of it is contact context um, some of it is dialogue. I think what really draws me to the show is really um the writing, hmm. and so there were many times throughout the different seasons where Things that Don said or things that Peggy said were just really inspiring. And so, yeah, I think dialogue definitely influenced
0: it. Oh, Cool. See, I had never watched Mad Men. Um, I, I figured that I would sit back and wait until somebody wrote poetry about it. So, so thank you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so let's hear a poem. Can you read an affection for us on page 7? Sure.
1: An affection. A lowering of our shoulders and we'll see... our brains haven't changed all of our patterns of interaction are only and these lands physical and social keep us in the thicket of the alphabet if i create an expectation here use better recall then reload the how is loaded in our wiring how we are is in the details everyone wants to be better here i will guide you like a small child put your hands in mine I already know that it will be easier for us. That first lull, that first ounce of together? Sure, everyone is a chronic jerk at some time or another. We will milk these small bouts of alarm that stir the skimmed.
0: We're supposed to,
1: we are. Oh, heavens, it will be easy.
0: Thank you very much. Um, I really like this poem, and um, when I first read it, I just, I read it out loud because I think that the sound of it, or the prosody, is the entry point, at least for me. Um, Could you talk a little bit about how you craft?
1: Um, How I craft is really interesting because it's odd to say this, but I'm not one of those poets that revises that much. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure why that is, and I always feel guilty telling people that, but it's true. And I think I had written down the phrase in affection in a notebook. And I think this was inspired by um, one of the earlier episodes in season one or two. I think it had to do with um, when Peggy gets this lipstick brand that she's selling. And it was interesting because I was thinking about how different women and men are sort of wired. And so I think I had that title on my computer in affection. And then I started just writing. And so a lot of time I just just keep going with something and i see what happens and so
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i find that when um a poem has been sitting with me for quite some time because you know our subconscious it does so much work that we're not aware of so if i like if you had an idea for this that you wrote it down sometimes the revising happens before we even you know put pen to paper absolutely yeah
1: Yeah. and i think my mind sort of just goes into overdrive so i'm already like thinking as i write Mm -hmm. plus i always write on the computer because i'm a really fast typist and i think sometimes my fingers just move faster than my mind does Oh wow! (laughs) so i think the revising is sort of in that process as well
0: totally um could we hear the title poem on page 13 sure
1: don dreams and i dream so Don dreamt he was an angel. It's sweet. I've dreamt about motherhood. So what? Now it feels all downtrodden. I wish I knew the crested. I wish I knew what made the light twitch, what brings the light to the moon so I can carry it inside and know there is glory in the in-between, that there is something here to be sought or sought after, something to be stared down beautiful. I dreamt I was an angel. When a man walks into a room, he brings his whole life with him. I bring golden corn husks, green apples, and dung. I want to dream an idea that is birthed through a carnival sawdust floor. I want to dream you and let you ride into the night, all shaky hinges and crated screams. I want you to ferris to me, obliged to gravity. I want your fall to be planned. Do you even want that kind of attention? I want the aftermath, that germinating. I won't let go of this. I won't let you.
0: Thank you very much. Um, I notice in a few of the pieces that there's a very conversational aspect. And in this one, it's um, more blatant. It seems like there's an exchange even. Um, What was the idea behind this? What spurred this poem?
1: Um, What really spurred this poem was sort of my love for Don, which sometimes (laughs) I get criticized for. Um, But this poem is really the epitome of sort of that affection that I feel for his character Um, In a lot of ways, Don's a really bad guy, right? I mean, he's an adulterer, he's kind of greedy He's not always nice to people in the office He's not that great of a father But the more that you watch a show, especially in the later seasons You really see how sort of scarred he is And sort of traumatized in a way And he's kind of a man that's always sort of looking for someone to love him and he kind of feels like he doesn't deserve to be loved and there's something in that sort of longing and wanting that i sort of identified with and so yeah a lot of these poems have that kind of conversational aspect and here there's this speaker that's sort of in dialogue with don and it both just sort of has to do with i guess their origins in a way
0: Mm Yeah, I really like that idea. I mean, I had never obviously seen the uh, the series, so I don't, I, I mean, I heard a lot of criticism, of course, of the Don yeah. character, but um, that he was more representative of that culture, maybe, yeah. the advertising mm-hmm. culture. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so speaking to that, um, I was hoping that we could end with your first poem, uh, Simple Enough for a Woman. Sure. You read that? Absolutely. Simple
1: enough for a woman, Love is Just an Advertisement, Mad Men Season 1. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Everything can be manufactured, sold, and bought. But love, love is the mold. You sure could have a lot of fun with this. In the material world, objects are marked up from face value. The confusion of client services is merely based on articles like he and she. You could find anything on the Internet, even beauty. Advertising is based on happiness. Be happy.
0: Thank you. And I love this as an entry point into the collection, because it almost puts the reader in the same position as the viewer of of Mad Men. It's like this disclaimer, like, you know, things are not going to be as they appear in here. Is that what you intended?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I think um, also I think what's a plus about this first poem as the entry poem is that It brings in the 21st century into this world of advertising, which clearly, you know, our world is just as based on advertising as it was, um, you know, in the 60s during the show. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that parallel.
0: Definitely. Um, So with the full-length collection coming out, Game of Thrones is the new um, angle?
1: Um, It's not that it's the new angle, but um, some of the poems in that collection will come from this chapbook, so there'll be some Mad Men poems and two new ones, and then some Game of Thrones poems I've also written.
0: So did you watch um, Game of Thrones? Did you see the whole, or like, read the books, or how did you? You know, I
1: haven't read the books. Um, I want to, someday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was the same sort of thing. Everyone I knew was watching the TV show, and... It just seemed really violent to me and I I knew how over-sexualized it was and I was kind of hesitant. Um, And then I started watching it on demand. um, I think halfway through season one, maybe. In the beginning, yeah, there's a lot of violence and a lot of gratuitous sex. And then after maybe the fourth or fifth episode um, that I was watching on demand, so again, I could pause it, I was really just struck by the writing and really struck by the characters. So when I first got introduced to Ned Stark, Um, I was just smitten with him. I thought he was like this ideal of manhood, a good father and a good, just a good strong man that was like a good leader. And then when I um, got introduced to Khaleesi, um, who's the mother of dragons, it was the same sort of thing. I was just mesmerized by things she said and things she did and the sort of power that she had inside her. And so little by little, I would like pause and I would write notes down. And again, I never thought that I'd get poems out of of television. But then before I knew it, I was like, wow, I think I'm really inspired by this. And again, one poem led to I think there's five Game of Thrones poems now.
0: Wow. Um, Well, you definitely you brought me into the larger conversation because I had also never seen Game of Thrones. So I'm looking forward to. The new collection because then when people try to talk to me I'll be like well according to you, Manscape, you know and start <laughs> quoting your work and I don't know if that conversation will get very far but
1: uh, <laughs> yeah you never know I mean there's been a lot of um, I've been really interested in the role of social media lately and I mean when I had those uh, three Game of Thrones films come out in poetry in January the, the response on Twitter especially was just it blew me away
0: Well, you're definitely bringing pop culture into a much more in-depth conversation, um, which I think is awesome. Thank you. So, Leah, thank you so much for your time. Um, I look forward to your new full length when it comes out, and, and thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you so much, Jen. This is Jen Fitzgerald with New Books and Poetry, reminding you to support all the arts, but especially poetry.